all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Figure everything out. My sister calls like some people so they can come and fix her car or whatever. But of course, I don't think they could have fixed it till the next day. So now we've been planning to go to church and we don't have a ride. I'm mad. My sister's mad. I don't know why I'm mad because I'm the one who messed everything up. But I was just upset. She's upset. She's not talking to me. And so it's just like the atmosphere just sucks so at that point like we were in the parking lot and so I follow her in the house and we're just like okay are we going to church or not and so my sister kind of just calls a cab without really saying anything to me because she's she was being a little passive aggressive you know so we end up going to church we take it she was being a little passive aggressive it guys like I really wanted this Holy Spirit in my life I wanted the presence of the Holy Spirit I wanted to speak in tongues I really really just I wanted it so I'm there and everyone's just praying they're in the zone and like it's getting heavy the presence of God is getting heavy and I'm like and I felt like I wasn't involved like I felt like I wasn't in it and everyone around me was so in the presence and I kind of felt like I wasn't so I get to a point where I'm just like Lord, Lord, like, don't miss me. Don't miss me. I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on this, Lord. I'm like, Lord, don't miss me. I'm like, yes, yes, Holy Spirit. I want you. I want, I want to be filled. And I'm just praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and nothing is happening. Like nothing is happening. Next thing I know, my sister is right next to me and a sound begins to come out of her mouth. And I didn't, I wanted to look. But, you know, I was trying to stay in in the zone with the Lord. And she starts speaking in tongues. And immediately I'm like, Lord, what is going on? That's not fair. I've been saved longer than she has. How did she get the gift of tongues before me? And so I'm like, okay, you know what? Something is wrong with me. Let me just go back and mind my business. So I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm asking. And I'm, I'm literally... I get to the point where now I'm begging. I'm like, Holy Spirit, I want you. I want the gift. Give it to me. I'm literally begging at this point. (laughs) And, um, you know, I didn't know that, like, you don't have to beg to receive the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, there's something about childlike faith and there's something about desperation. Um, I I believe that the Lord and just the Holy Spirit, that they they're attracted to that like us being desperate and us being in our weakness (laughs) so I'm just begging y'all I'm begging at this point because I'm like I just really want this I don't want to miss out I think it's awesome I think it's cool so um now I I look up and I I see my bishop get on his knees and I'm new in the faith so there's a lot of things that I don't completely understand so I thought to myself I said hmm If he got on his knees, maybe if I get on my knees, that, that, you know, I will receive this gift and the Holy Spirit could just come and answer me and just, you know, give me this experience and give me this gift. So I, too, got on my knees. I got on my knees and I kept begging. I kept begging. I kept asking for this gift. And everyone around me is is in their world. And at at this point now, things are just getting where I don't even know what's going on anymore. I'm just so connected with the Holy Spirit, or at least trying to connect by calling the Holy Spirit and praying and just asking and, and everything. Next thing I know, you guys, it was like heaven, literally. Let me backtrack. I, I get on my knees. I'm asking. And next thing I know, 
I'm no longer speaking in English. I'm speaking another language. Sorry. I, ooh, I'm speaking another language. And in the beginning, it was like babbling. But that babbling, I knew it wasn't for me. And I closed my eyes. And till this day, it, it felt like, it felt like there was like, it felt like I connected with heaven, like from here to here. Like it just, I just knew something was being downloaded in me and, and, and it was now coming out of my life. And if I could explain the experience, it just felt like heaven. Like I felt like that was the first time and I haven't felt that since that I connected with heaven, like a heavenly realm. And so. Wow. Wow. Now I'm saying wow for a different reason. You might think I'm saying wow. What a testimony. What a testimony. The things that this young lady was saying, she looks young, like she's probably in her mid-20s, or even younger. But according to her testimony, She's young in Christ. She's uh, she just got saved. She didn't say when. I don't believe. Got to listen to the uh, the whole YouTube. But what I wanted you all that's listening to that testimony. First of all, welcome to Body of Christ, Real Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's give a hand for this show. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. B-O-C-R-T 1964 Real Talk. Now you didn't hear the introduction of my beautiful fiance, Christina Nemofu, or my baby lad because I'm on another phone. Not the uh, usual that has uh my soundtracks or whatever like that you know I'm on another phone that's why I usually open up with my wife uh, introducing the show in English and then Spanish for the Spanish listeners or I have my little baby with that joyful beautiful laugh open up I, I'm, I'm in another outlet I'm not on my regular phone that I usually do my podcast because I do the majority of my podcast on phone so I don't have that soundtrack right there and it is a soundtrack I have no it is a soundtrack you know so I don't have that there so that's why you didn't hear that now you heard this testimony about speaking in tongues let me just tell you the reason why I'm, I, I played that for the ones that just got saved or been saved if you listen to my show and you are a Christian and you are a believer and you are saved and you want to know you want to know more about this speaking in tongues or you have experience speaking in tongues or you go to a, a denominational church Pentecostal church charismatic church and you always hear speaking in tongues or you are impressed by it or it scares you <laughs> either or you is is eerie or it makes you excited is something you are seeking or something you just don't want to be bothered with you don't think it's of God either or go to connecting the dots I had an audio guest on there Trey Cersei from Truth Time Radio done a seven segment show it's a seven segment show series outstanding and teaching on speaking of tongues, the origins and the ending, because there is an ending, and speaking in tongues. So that's whether you are believing it, you believe you spoke in tongues, or you just against it, you think it's kind of fake or scary, or you just curious, and you are saved, go to Connected to Dust. I recommend that, you know, so. So what I decided to do, this was just an introduction, what I decided to do, is on connecting the dots Trey Cersei beautifully breaks down what is tongues why tongues what was tongues for he breaks that down I'm not going to get into that now because this is not a bible teaching podcast 
And I'm getting to that later what I would be doing on here. So connected dots for the save. If you are saved, you are new you are a new believer or older believer, go to connecting the dots. There's a lot of material on there that you can learn from. But the series I just got through doing not myself, but my audio guest, Trey Searcy from Truth Time Radio. He does a teaching on speaking in tongues. I think you will learn a lot on that. You won't, you know, I don't think you want to miss that. Your answers, your questions will be answered when you listen to that show. Or go to truthtimeradio.com and just listen to the shows yourself. Or go to YouTube and uh, type in Truth Time Radio or Trace it'll pop right on up. He has all kind of uh, teaching series on there. I recommend him 100 on 100 on that. His his teaching is very trustworthy and they're Bible based. Okay, so I recommend that for the saved, for the believers, whether you're a new believer or you just got saved. This is for the ones that want to advance their knowledge and want to get more in the knowledge of the truth. Okay, for the saved. All right. Now, you heard this young lady talking about her experience. Now, don't knock her, don't judge her, nothing like that. I I like to be transparent. She's talking about her experience of speaking, of being baptized in the Holy Spirit and, and speaking in tongues. Tongues mean languages for the ones that don't know. Tongues in the Bible Basically, all the time means a language is less specifically talking about the tongue in your mouth. But the majority of the time, whether it's from your human or angels or whatever, or even evil spirits, it's a language. It's a language that could be understood from whatever dialect or country you're from. That's what tongues, first of all, let's get that out the way. Tongues is a language when it comes to the Bible. Okay, so let's, let's, let's go to this. Now, she was talking about her experience, you know, her story of experience, you know. I didn't even look, I didn't even look at this video before I put it, on, put it on podcast, so that's how I do sometimes. So I'm just hearing it myself. But I'm going to tell you something. What's profound about her testimony is so almost to the T, like most people that experience the so-called baptism of the Holy Spirit and predominantly Pentecostal and charismatic churches, including myself, including myself. Like I said, I was brought up in a Pentecostal church, then I got into the charismatic and I was involved with the Word and Faith, Word of Faith Church. And, uh, you know, Kenneth Hagin and, you know, different states like that. And Kenneth Hagin and, you know, these all Word of Faith movement, movers and shakers and stuff like that, you know. But mainly Kenneth Hagin. And uh, the, the testimony she just said and she just talked about is reminiscent to my testimony. And I give a little bit of that myself in, uh, in Connecting the Dots about being filled when I first started speaking in tongues. She mentioned something I also went through, but it, hers was her friend, mine was my ex-wife. When I was brought up in the Church of God, when I was brought up in the Church of God in Christ here in Chicago, and then I moved around, but I, I was still in the Church of God in Christ when I went to Mobile, Alabama. Well, anyway, I'm not going to get into that long story, but, you know, I remember her testimony when she was saying how she felt kind of bad, and just say jealous, because I felt jealous when my wife, my ex-wife, start speaking in tongues before me. I'm the man. What is she doing speaking in tongues before me? You know, I've been praying. I've been doing this. And I know I do more than her. I know more of the Bible, though. That's how the arrogance. Yes, I was saying that. I know the Bible more than her. You know, I'm, I don't want to teach her a lot about the Bible. And she spoke in tongues before me. And I didn't say that openly, but I was a little embarrassed. I felt hurt. And I remember Minister Gordon Minister Gordon in that church I remember that kind of very well when he said the reason she received the gift of the Holy Ghost before you because she seeked it more she searched for it more she looked for it more she prayed for it more you know and I kind of look I didn't so much agree but I said well maybe he's got a point why because he's more spiritual than me he should know but I didn't accept it wholeheartedly because I was jealous 
<laughs> my jealousy got in the way. So I couldn't really hear what he was saying. But he said, I remember it was something that she seeked it more. She, she, she seeked it more. She really wanted it. And she started speaking in that tongue. I was there when it happened. I seen it happen. I seen her speaking in tongues. I seen her jumping all around, twisting and whatever, things like that. And they had to get the chairs out the way. And then here come the towels. You know how they done the Pentecostal churches then for the ladies, because ladies were, uh, church of God. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother and even son can enjoy eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Prince believe ladies, they don't believe in women wearing pants and all that stuff as well as makeup. So they had dresses on. So they had towels around just in case you fell down. They didn't keep them covered so their private areas won't show. And that was very respectful. And a lot of Pentecostals, I don't know if they do that now, but they done it then in the Church of God in Christ. I think they still do. Well, anyway, that bothered me. And uh, so I could relate to that young lady. But also what I can relate to, she was searching, just like my wife. She was seeking, seeking, searching, because she wanted it. She wanted it. And there's something about women and their emotions. See, that's why I believe a lot of women, you know, experience certain spiritual things. I'm not saying all from God, but they, 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 they receive such spiritual things, you know. Because they leave themselves open because of feelings and emotions. Now you got men too, but you notice that even in the churches, most of the churches is really predominantly dominated in the church women. Most of the women are the ones that say, Amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. If you go to especially Pentecostal and charismatic churches, it's women. Most of every church, I believe, the majority of the churches is mostly overwhelmed by female, by the one, the women. It's just that's just a fact. Well, anyway, that's not what I'm not here to talk about. I just wanted to throw that in there because you probably, even a lot of women know that. If they're honest with themselves, a lot of women know that, right? Well, anyway, and she was talking and talking and talking. And this, this is just one of the audios by video that I'm, video by audios that I'm going to play in this short series I'm going to do later on down the line, you know. And I'm going to talk about another announcement thing that I'm going to do. And I'm going to play these videos and I'm going to want you to because I, I want you to hear people talk about their experience themselves of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, like I said, if you're a saved person, you want to know what is the uh, gift of tongues and why tongues go to connecting the dots. Go to connecting dots and listen to the Trace Cersei series from Truth Time Radio. But if you want to know the experience of what people true real experience that people have went through, including myself, you know, I'm going to talk about that here on Body of Christ Real Talk because I had a somewhat of exact experience like her, but I was at home in Mobile, Alabama, my former home, my ex-wife, and I was in a room, and I was awakened in my sleep, speaking in this tongue. Now, you're going to know why I'm careful. I don't say the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to tell you why. I was speaking in this language. I was speaking in this gibberish, this, this language. You know, and I couldn't control my tongue. And it, just like she said, it felt like heaven. Now, of course, she don't know how heaven feel, and I don't either. But that's a perception that we get. It felt like heaven. I felt wonderful, man. I, I felt wonderful. It was such things even looked better. I remember this 
this brother of mine in Christ. His name was Winston. Bless his heart. He's passed on to the heavenly places now. And uh, he was talking about that when the Holy Spirit, that he, he felt it was a Holy Spirit came upon him or in him. And he said everything was so beautiful. Even when he looked at little ants or bugs, he didn't even want to step on them because everything was sensitive to him. Things looked brighter, things looked pretty, and he felt so awesome. I remember that. And man, I wanted that. I wanted that. I wanted that feeling. I wanted that experience. What he had. So when that happened to me in Mobile, Alabama, in that bedroom, it was just like that young lady was saying. It was such a wonderful, awesome feeling. And just like her, that was really the strongest time, that presence, you know, that feeling that I had in my Christian life back then. Just like her. It's not nothing, something that happens every day. But at that particular time when I felt that presence. Now, I'm putting emphasis on presence. It's the reason I'm saying that. When I felt that presence, it was an awesome, beautiful feeling. And my tongue, I was like, I didn't know what I was saying. I didn't understand what I was saying, but it sounded like, it felt like I was talking to somebody. It felt so good. But after that, you know, when I went back to church and I told them, I finally got baptized in the Holy Spirit, because that's what they called it. And even today, we being baptized in the Holy Spirit what is one of the signs that most uh, charismatic and Pentecostal uh, churches say is you being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues right if you know about Pentecostal upbringings so when I told my uh, assistant pastor the brother Gordon and all them about it and all that and everything they praised and they hugged me it was just like I won a reward or something you know I finally graduated that's what it felt like I finally graduated in the baptism in the Holy Spirit realm they didn't say that this is me saying it this is how I felt like I finally got the level now I got the power of the Holy Spirit because I heard you know you got the Holy Spirit because back then and see with some churches today, they they believe that you can be saved, but the Holy Spirit come later. You got to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That was the teaching of most holy church, holiness churches and Pentecostal churches, if you did not know that. They kind of changed it later on down the line. But back then, they believe you can be saved, but you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit later. The Holy Spirit came later by laying on of hands and everything. And they got a lot of this stuff out of the Bible, too. But, you know, it was out of order, but that's another story. So they believe you, you get filled with the Holy Spirit. Some churches still, some Christians and some churchgoers and ministers still preach that salvation and then filled with the Holy Spirit. Not so much baptizing water. They believed in baptism and water. See, all that would have to go together. It was works. Baptism and water and being filled with the Holy Spirit and all that and everything. So when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, that was, t that according to that teaching, I'll have the full package now. I had the full package, you know, uh, and stuff like that, you know. Now, before that, I got baptized in water years before that. Many people was getting baptized in churches then just to be baptized. That because the upbringing was that you have to be baptized. Whether you were saved or not, people just baptized you. Whatever they had baptized you in, I don't care if it's a baptism. You got baptized in water. That was just a norm in holiness churches, Pentecostal churches then, growing up in the Pentecostal church, you know, so I was drinking the Kool-Aid then. Okay, so I knew about that. But anyway, her experience is no different than mine and thousands and thousands of others. Something that you noticed, and I want you to listen carefully. You probably heard about being filled with the Holy Spirit, the evidence of speaking in tongues. Remember I said earlier, tongues is languages. Tongues is languages. It's not nothing mysterious. It's not angelic or heavenly. The, the Bible tongues, when it comes to this, is languages. So what I'm going to do here on a body of Christ real talk. It might take a few segments. I'm going to be playing a few uh, videos on audio because you can't see it. And I'm going to, if you want to, you can. Uh, I'm going to 
have some fun with this as well. I'm going to put a few parodies on there. People making fun of speaking the tongues. People outside the church does make fun of speaking the tongues because it sounds like foolishness and nonsense to them. So it's it's this one I was looking at the other day. I couldn't help but laugh. You know, I can laugh because it's not the Holy Spirit. I can laugh at it because it should be laughed at. You know, but anyway, it's a lot of parodies about tongues and stuff like that, that and everything. But is this serious? Now. The reason I'm going to do this. Now, before I, before I say this, I'm also going to let you hear. You heard of the experience of people speaking in tongues. You heard her testimony. And you heard a little bit of mine. What comes out? Feelings. Feeling good. You feel heavenly. You're speaking in a certain language. Some people say, really? Some people say, man, I don't want that. Man, I grew. I, I, I was brought up in churches, man, when some of the women, especially the women, the older women and some of the older men, they're just up and screaming, ow, wow, and start filling on their legs. Now, that's supposed to be the Holy Spirit cleansing you with fire. I guess they got that from Acts 2. And that, you know, the burning with fire whenever they're being filled with the fire. See, that's not, a lot of things I brought up believing was the Holy Spirit was not looking, it was scary to me because it seemed like it hurt. <laughs> I mean, you hollering and screaming because you feel like fire in your body, even though that's supposed to be the Holy Spirit cleansing you out. And then you talking in these languages and a lot of people was foaming at the mouth back then, you know. And then I remember they say, you say, thank you, Jesus. Keep saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Then you start mouth getting dry and foggy. I know it was a lot of bad breath. So <laughs> I had to go there. But a lot of foaming at the mouth and all kind of stuff. And I didn't know then that's because your mouth is dry. Your mouth is dry mouth. You keep saying something over and over and over and over. You're not drinking now. Your mouth gonna get dry and it's gonna get all. You know when people talk too much and you talk too much, you get all dry and it looks nasty. You got to tell people to wipe their mouth. That's how it was in church. It's a lot of foaming at the mouth. But some of it, I believe, was demonic as well. People was looking scary and weird, man. I mean, they eyes was big and they the women hair looked wild and they had all this white phone coming out. I think about it, I get nauseated, so I don't want to talk about that too much. You know, and they were falling all over chairs and they were screaming, sweating real bad. The church had a funny smell in where it stank. <laughs> Wait, it, it was just a lot of stuff going on back then. You know, yeah, I could be humorous with this because that was that's you know, when I was growing up in the Pentecostal uh, Church of God to Christ. Now, a lot of people ain't going to like this. Uh, I can I can see right now, a lot of people won't like what I'm going to be doing because they think I'm making fun of them. No, I am not making fun of them. What I am doing, I'm trying to help the young people that got saved. Some of the older ones, you know, and some of them I know, they're not going to want I'm not. I'm not going to even give this to you. I'm not going to even, if you want to see it, if you want to hear it, that's up to you. These for the people that want to know what's the deal with these tongues or are they beneficial or are they for the day or I don't have no idea. Is it from heaven or is it demonic? That's why I'm trying to help. Not the ones that's caught up in your experience and your feelings. I used to be there too. These are for the ones that's searching for some truth. Not feelings. They're searching for some truth. I'm going to say that again. Not feelings. That's what this uh, podcast is going to be. So it's not for you. I'm not I'm not going to even send you a link. Okay? It's, it, but if you're interested, it's, it's on you. And I'm going to stop sending links to everybody. Because a lot of things that I teach, I know a lot of people don't agree with. That's why I try to keep it in the Bible first. Because what they don't agree with, that's that I used to not agree on it myself. I had to take off a lot of my false belief, what I believed in, because I was brought up in the Church of God, not Church of God and Christ, Pentecostal churches and charismatic movement and faith movement and stuff like that, you know. I heard about the Azusa programs and different things like that. But what I want to put my emphasis on, it's not only tongues, but I'm talking about charismatic movement. That's what charismatic means, the gifts, signs, and wonders. Most of the charismatics believe in the gifts, signs, and wonders besides the prosperity teaching and stuff like that. Gifts, signs, and wonders. Pentecostals, they was into the tongues a lot. 
They was in the tongues and large offerings as well. But charismatic, when you see that charismatic, it's just basically talking about signs, wonders, gifts, and everything like that. We talk to charismatics, white and black churches and Latino churches. You can go to a lot of charismatic Pentecostal church and they mostly have the same style and they have the same format. They move the way they speak in tongues, you know, some believe in a dress code that women should cut, shouldn't cut their hair. That's why a lot of women have long hair and they should wear longer dresses and different things like that. They wear suits. Those are mainly the old school Pentecostals and then you have the universal oneness Pentecostals. They really believe in not cutting your hair and women not wearing makeup and stuff like that. This is what I mean by Pentecostal. You know, a lot of Pentecostals are not like that. Now, they, they allow women wearing makeup and, you know, and dress certain ways. Some of them I'd rather see some women dress like the old way than what they dress in church now because, my God, whoo! Well, I go get into that. Get into that. If you have a lust problem, if you have a lust problem, church is not the place to go with a lot of women. I'm be honest. If you have a lust problem, you struggle with lust and porn and just sex. Church of the day, especially the black church, I'm sorry to say that, but it's... You don't want to go there because, man, you might, <laughs> nothing. But that's another teaching in itself, you know. So, well, anyway, let me. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd only at BJ's. Digress. I'm going to be doing a series and I'm going to look at side by side being filled with the Holy Spirit and being filled with the Kudalini Spirit. Let me put emphasis on that. Being filled with the Holy Spirit and being filled with the whole, uh, Kudalini Spirit. Speaking in tongues. That's all I'm going to talk about. The language. What's the difference between the manifestation of the Spirit or what some believers believe the Holy Spirit baptizing in the Holy Spirit and the way they do things compared to the Kudalini, Kudalini Spirit. Now, I'm sure the church that uh, believes in speaking in tongues are for today is made, based, really is based on feelings or an experience. Okay. They main, they, it ain't like those same verses that's not in the Bible that Trey Cersei have taught or some of the verses that I bring out. It's not like it's never, it, it just became, it just got in the Bible, it's just been printed. It always has been there. And they see it. That's why some left Pentecostal churches because they've seen the truth now. They've seen it, so it's been a lot of splits in a lot of churches because they see the truth now. And then you got some that's basically stand put because of their experience and I'm going to get into all that uh, the name I don't like the name series too much but it's basically going to be the dangers of seeking a spiritual experience the dangers of seeking spiritual experience for the Christian church. Now, you can understand an occult. You don't, uh, many church, especially Pentecostals, have no business knocking the occult churches of what they do in the occult churches because a lot of you have that same spirit <laughs> or you've been oppressed by that same spirit if you are a believer. I don't believe a saved person can be possessed 
uh, put emphasis on that. I believe they can be oppressed or manipulated, but I don't believe a true saved person of the body of Christ can be possessed because we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. But I believe you could be manipulated and you could be oppressed and you can lose some for rewards when you go to the judgment seat of Christ. That I believe. Okay. But my point is, when you, I'm, I want to get into something. That's why it's going to be probably a couple of series side by side. What's the difference between the Kudalini experience and the so-called experience with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Because both of them claim to speak in some weird languages. Both of them, both of them put emphasis on the way their tongue switches around in their mouth. I have experience of that. See, I have experience of that. So, you know, so what's the difference? So I'll be, I'll be uh, letting my listeners to listen to both sides the Kudalini side and the church side or the so-called Pentecostal church side both sides either way it go both of them are dangerous because you're seeking for unknown you think it's God they think it's God let me say it again you think it's God they think it's God. You think it's the Holy Spirit. They think it's some type of supernatural good spirit. They might not say Holy Spirit, you know, but they think it's some type of something out there that's going to make them feel better, make them feel clean, make them feel good because they're not happy in these bodies. None of us is happy in our bodies because these bodies are dying since, the, since Adam and Eve disobeyed God. These bodies are dying. So we suffer, according to Romans 8, in these bodies. Creation suffers. Everything is suffering now because of sin. So we, we look and we searching. We search for something, man. Get me out of this nasty, depressing body. I'm tired of sickness. I'm tired of struggling with this. So both sides are searching for that savior to get them out of their mess of feeling. The dangers of that when it comes to the Christian side is they seek more of their feeling more than studying the word of God and trying to understand what the word of God is really saying. So therefore, they block off the guidance of the Holy. They're searching for a Holy Spirit that's already in them. Let me say that again. When you are seeking for that tongue thing movement or any type of movement, that feeling, why is you searching for the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is already within you according to Ephesians? You are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So why seek a feeling? Why seek his presence when he's already in you? First of all, that don't make sense. But a lot of people don't understand it. I didn't understand it then until I learned how to rightly divide God's work. Why seek God and God is already there? Why ask God to keep forgiving me of my sins and he already forgiven me up from them, past, present, and future? There's no difference. When you keep going up to the altar and keep trying to pray to get this feeling of tongues while he's already there in these churches, where there's a lot of unsaved people praying over you and there's a lot of manifestations of spirits in those places, you're going to get a spirit, but it will not be the Holy Spirit. You cannot receive something that's already in you. The Holy Spirit is already filled in us. But we're looking for the Holy Spirit, how he done things in the past. And a lot of times what he done in the past, and you trying to make it for the day, he ain't never done it that way anyway. You, 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 you follow what I'm saying? So that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for the people that really want to know what's going on. And they question, man, I don't want to go to this church, man, because those people get the dancing. They get the running around the church, man. No, no, a lot of them calm down now. They don't do it as bad, worse as they used to. You know, but some countries in Africa and a lot of Asian countries, they are doing worse than the United States now, man, with all the jumping around and hollering around and jumping on tables, and, you know, and just speaking in this, this gibberish, man, you know. And they're calling, they're searching for the Holy Spirit. And if you are saved, because the majority of churches are not saved, the Holy Spirit is already within you. You've already been sealed with the Holy Spirit when you got saved. You probably read those passages, but you've been taught that it's something else. You need to be baptized in the Spirit. 
Some Pentecostals still believe today. <coughs> Excuse me, like I was saying earlier, and you cannot tell them no different. They don't believe that they have the Holy Spirit. They believe they got the they got the Terry. They got the fast to get the Holy Spirit. See, you you see what I'm saying? That's why it's so much confusion now. It's a, it's a lot of confusion. And I can say this boldly because I used to be there. I can say this sincerely because I used to be there. So when I look at these young ladies, I know they're sincere. They're not out there to be phony. They really want the presence of the Holy Spirit. So if they're generally saved, which I don't know, if they're generally saved, only way I know if I got to talk to one of these young ladies and tell them how they get saved and how they know they saved, that's when I can know if you're saved. You should not know. You should know why you got saved. You might not understand the format. <clears throat> you might base on your salvation because you invited Christ in your heart and you believe Jesus. You know He died, but it's, it takes more than that. But I'm not going to teach on that now. So these are for the ones that's already saved, and the ones that's not saved is wondering what's up with this speaking in tongues. What's up with this Holy Spirit? You know. So like I said, if you already saved and you just got saved and you listen to this podcast, if you want to know more about the Holy Spirit, or not the Holy Spirit so much, but, you know, speaking in tongues, it's tongues or any of the gifts are for today. But specifically, since we're talking about tongues, go to Connecting the Dots, my other podcast, Bible Study Podcast. I just done a guest series with uh, Trey Cersei of Truth Time Radio on the seven, it's seven segments on speaking in tongues. I also done Trey Cersei done a teaching on tithing. If you believe in tithing or you don't believe in tithing, you know go there and everything and listen to the series on tithing. There's so many things that you can get, not only on Connecting the Dots, but you can get more even on Trey Cersei's show, TruthTimeRadio.com Okay? But anyway that's what I'm going to be doing. That's what I'm going to be doing because that's very important. When you are searching for something so bad like that, myself and a young lady and many others, we were searching. That experience always scared me of getting it because when I was brought up in the Church of God in Christ, man, when I seen them people act the way they act, especially the women, I didn't really want that. Holy Spirit scared me because he was too aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Man, running around, hollering, foaming, and looking weird, man. Hair everywhere, you know, sweating profusely, man. I mean, that's the Holy Spirit? Man, it was mostly based on feelings more than the Word of God teaching. Because there wasn't a lot of teaching there. It was mostly preaching and feelings, feely feel good type of thing. So I was saying, man, that look, man, these people look whoa out. They look deep down, man. You look at the women when they get through running around and jumping around and sweating, man. You wonder, man, you forgot. How, I'm joking now, but you might forget how they look because all the makeup is gone. You might say, wow, is that the same? That's Sister Mary? Oh, I thought that was somebody else. Now all the makeup off her face now because she sweated. So I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but my point is, I'm exaggerating. That's how strong that spirit is. You notice I'm saying that spirit because it's not the Holy Spirit. Some people disagree. Okay, you need to read your Bible. That's not the Holy Spirit. The apostles and none of them didn't go around running around wild, gibbering. The people, the, the, the saints, the believers at, in the Corinthians and Corinth, they did not do that. You was taught they did. He was manipulated thinking they did. No, they had a problem. Paul rebuked them because they was mixing up and confusing people with languages, not gibberish and glossolalia. It was languages. They was not using a gift of languages. They was speaking in a language that people didn't understand their language. Language. Get your mind off tongues. Tongues and language are the same thing. Reverse that tongue and just make it language. You will have a better understanding of what they was doing then. It was languages. Nothing. There's no two types of tongues. There's only one supernatural tongue back then when they were speaking in different languages. You can speak in different languages today if you train for it. If you go to school for it. Like Trey Sissy said, if you take a Rosetta Stone or a lot of things that I do to learn Spanish and different, you can do that now. You can learn several languages. But these languages were supernatural. 
They never went to school. They never got trained. It was supernatural from the Holy Spirit. See, that's the confusion. People think the Holy Spirit doing that today. If the Holy Spirit, if, which they are not, but if tongues was today, what, was, what would it be used for? With all this technology that different ways you can learn how to speak languages now. What would be the purpose of the true meaning of being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in languages? It would not be it would not be needed today. You understand what I'm saying? It would not be needed today. Because of all the technologies and the different ways you can learn different languages to go out to the world and minister to others. You could take interpreters with you or learn it yourself. See back then they didn't have a broader of languages like we got today. So the languages that was out there, they went out there speaking in a language to the Jews that was in those other nations. Emphasis on Israel, emphasis on Jews. Speaking in different language was a kingdom thing. It was a Israel thing. It was for Jews, not Gentiles. Gentiles mean other nations. So that you know that ought to give you a hint. All that's going on now is deceptive anyway, because it never was for Gentiles. It was only for Jews, so they can go out to these other nations and speak their language. Then they supposedly went out to the world, but they never made it out of Jerusalem. So the Apostle Paul, who spoke many languages, he spoke worldly languages. See? So when you hear someone say, see, when they, when they talk about the spiritual unknown, unknown means you don't know that language. Unknown doesn't mean nothing heavenly or angelic. It means you just don't, certain things you just don't know means what is unknown to you. Like, I don't speak Chinese, so that's unknown to me because I don't know how to speak it. See, you understand what I'm saying? That's the only definition the Bible given about unknown. So when the Bible says, when you go into church, I'm paraphrasing now, and you speak in a language that people don't understand, you're edifying yourself. That's why the Bible says you're edifying yourself, because you can understand it. If you are uh, a know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. Hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Chinese. And you go on in a congregation and you speak in Chinese or you speak it to one, one person. And this person does not speak your language. You're not helping them. It's no benefit to them. But it's a benefit. It's edifying you. So that's why the Apostle Paul said only one that you can speak to is God. That's between you and God because it's an unknown language. Unknown to who? It's unknown to that person you speak it to because they don't speak Spanish. They don't speak Afrikaans. They don't speak Chinese. They don't speak Arabic. You understand what I'm saying? So it's unknown. That language is unknown to them, not to you. That language is not mysterious to you. Okay? Now, when people say, not understand, they didn't understand it themselves. If you got a supernatural gift, God gave me a supernatural gift of speaking Chinese. He gave me the gift to speak to them in Chinese. I might not know it, but it's a gift for the Chinese. The Chinese understand I'm speaking Chinese. I might not have an understanding of it, but they understand it. See, that's the confusion of the, what, the, what the Pentecostals and churches believe. When they hear unknown and you won't understand it, they get it confused that it's some type of heavenly supernatural gift. No, it's, un, it's unknown to the hearer. I mean, it's known to the hearer. But it might be unknown to you because you never spoke it. You never learned it. But it's a supernatural gift. A lot of times when the prophets, the prophets prophesied something, they didn't understand everything they was prophesying. They just obeyed. You ever think about that? They didn't understand everything they was prophesying. They just obeyed it. I'm not saying all of them. 
Thus said the Lord. They just said what God said. They didn't have to comprehend it. They didn't even understand it. They just obeyed it. The majority of the prophets. So we, you, if I start speaking Spanish right now, the only way I will understand it is if God also gave me the gift of interpretation. That's why I say some has the gift of interpretation. You have some that had a gift not only speaking that language, but they had the gift of interpreting what they said. If they didn't, if they knew what it said, they wouldn't even need, need, need no interpreter. You understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> That's why Paul talked about both of them. You needed that interpreter. If I'm talking and I don't understand it, even though they they might understand it, see, but you need that interpreter. So people get that not understanding what you are saying. How could you not understand what you're saying if you speak in your own dialect? Why, if you speak English, would you go to God and start saying what, what, what kind of sense that make? If you praying to God, you praying you pray to God in your own language. That was Paul's point. You don't go praying to God in another language. You pray in your language. They, the ones that you talking to, they don't understand your language, but God does. Whether you African, whether you English, whether you Chinese, or whatever, you see the basics of that. That's what got us confused today. Well, anyway, I told you a lot. <laughs> I told you a lot, and you can get a lot, <coughs> a lot. A lot of that if you're saved from connecting the dots. But I wanted to throw that basic understanding of tongues out there. Flip tongues and make it language. But I'm going to do a side-by-side -side comparison of the experience part, okay, for the day. The experience that I have experienced, I did feel something, I felt the presence, and I did, I couldn't control my tongue. That's real. That manifests, a lot of things manifest today that's demonic. A lot of things that goes on across other nations or whatever like that, those things are real. But is it from God? That's the question. Do you have the answer? Is it from God? I don't care how good it felt. I don't care about none of that or how your mouth was under control and you start speaking into that language. According to the Bible, was it from God? And if it wasn't from God, you need to get away from it and stop it because it's not from God. That's my take on it. I don't care who you are. It's not from God. You can believe your feelings all you want to, but is it from God? It's a real feeling. It's a real, you doing it, you throwing. But is it from God? Because Satan and the Kudalinis and not a lot of other witchcraft does the same thing. That's the master plan of Satan. He's good at it. And he succeeded. Some people know more about so-called speaking in tongues than uh, the virgin birth. See that? A lot of Christians, especially in the South, are very ignorant about the word of God. They, 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 they're very ignorant about the word of God. They teach tradition. They teach experience. They teach feelings. They teach dress codes, how to dress, how women, especially women, women should be dressing, how women should be wearing their hair. Women should be wake up. They, 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 they teach traditions and conditions and it's like the law, but they're ignorant of the Bible. Many of those women are ignorant of the Bible. They teach traditional teaching. Okay. Like I said, I'm not going to do no, I try not to do no Bible study, but sometimes I cannot help it. So I'm going to be doing a side-by-side -side comparison. It's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings if they listen to it. It ain't for you that know it all. You know everything. You know, if you're stuck on your preconceived experience, don't waste your time on this. Because, you know, just don't. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I don't have a giant audience anyway. I just I just put my stuff out there for the ones that want to listen. And you choose. You choose. You know, that's on you. you I'm not saying agree with me. I just put it out there. You say it's not for you. Don't. Don't tune in. But don't go knocking my podcast or knocking me 
without doing no research because you're stuck in your preconceived belief. If you ain't got no verses or scriptures to back it up. And don't be going to the Old Testament because you lost already. I'm going to just put that out there. Don't come throwing Old Testament verses at me because you lost, you messed up already. Because you don't rightly divide, so you can't come that way. Okay? But what I'm putting up there is for the ones that's searching for some truth. Not a feeling. Not an experience. That they get from too many other churches and people, mom, dad, sisters, and brothers, and all that. But what God's word is really saying. Get the, get them out of this unconfusion about a certain topic. And this topic happens to be tongues. Let's get into that. And compare it with another spiritual experience, which is the Kudalini experience. All right? This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. Also, coming up, I will be doing Bible reading. Bible reading, Bible stories, and the Bible. So you can know the difference between what movies predict, uh, uh, what movies say, what move have movies, uh, what's the worst way to say that? Have movies portray certain characters in the Bible. The and the Bible and stuff like that. I will be uh, the, the, the most common and famous ones and stuff like that that you know about. I'm going to try to look them up the best way I can and try to read to you in a very plain, you know, English way. What I mean by that, you know, it's not going to be so much King James. You know, I want you to grow and understand the King James Bible because I believe that's the Bible of Bibles. I believe that's the Bible we should be studying in. You know, that's my take on that. But it would be like some paraphrasing. It'd be some living Bible. I would be for the youngsters and for the younger people and everything so they can grow. We have to be patient and let them grow. You know, I know you got a lot of King James, strict King James Bible thumb, but thus and this. A lot of people don't understand the thus and thou's now. You would be double teaching. You have to break it down because when they get through asking, what they mean, what they mean is going to burn you out. So just if you can find some clear, some clearance and some way of just paraphrase it to them, do that, and then teach them about the King James, okay? The first thing's first, getting them saved. That's first, okay? And then let them, then the knowledge of the truth, in that order, like First Timothy 2 and 4. All men and women be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth. So, come on. The Word of God is more important than just getting locked in on the King James. The Word of God. Okay, so let's not get bent out of shape on that. Let's get people saved and then uh, bring them to the knowledge of the truth and teach them how to read the King James Bible, you know. But I will be doing some Bible reading and some short stories, not long ones, so you can get an understanding of the stories, what God is really saying in his word. Okay, that's what will be coming up on Body of Christ. We'll talk very shortly. Okay? All right. And also, I have a, a number... I finally got another number that you can call in if you have any comments you need prayer requests you know a, a certain prayer request so you want to just pray you know whether you want me to call you and we pray together or you just want me to pray about a certain thing you know this number is going to be for that or you have a comment you know Q&A question or you just have a topic that you want me to talk about or even read about you know, in my Bible reading things. Please call. I just want to just say I just need somebody to talk to. This is a number you call. And I will personally call you and talk to you. I ain't talking about no bogus numbers or nothing like that. But if you just want to call, you just need somebody to pray with you. Or you have a question to ask. If I don't have the answer, I can, you know, try to send, uh, give you some information or someone that might have the answer. Because I don't know it all. But, you know, if I have the answer, you will get the answer. It might not be for me all the time, but you will get the answer. I will have that number for that. So, if that number will be, if you have a pen and paper and you're just listening to this, the number will be 773-676-9630. It's the Real Talk Call-In. 773-676-9630. Now, the 773 is a Chicago area code, whatever like this. So, if you're out of town, you know, and uh, just call that number, 773 Six seven. Most cell phones you don't have to pay for it. You know, there's no more really routing or nothing like that, so it's free. So seven seven three, six seven six ninety six thirty. Once again, call in number. You have any comments? You need prayer requests? Or if you have a, a, a want a subject or want to talk about? You just want want us to pray together, or you just you know you know something you just want to talk about? You know. 
Call this number, 773-676-9630. You want to call this number, you just want to say hello, hi, that's fine too. Now, I'm also going to ask you, when you call this number, (laughs) let it ring at least four times. You know, because I don't want you to give up and hang up, you know, because the majority of the time I'm not going to answer the phone. If I do, that's cool, because sometimes when I'm around it, I'm going to answer it. No doubt. If I hear this phone ring, I'm going to answer it. Okay, I will answer the phone if I'm there. I just won't let it ring. But if no one answered, because it'll only be me answering it anyway, just let it ring four times and just leave a voicemail. Okay, uh, if you want to leave your name, that's fine. You know, if you want your name announced on the show, uh, what you uh, certain thing you brought up, that's fine. But if you don't want your name announced, hey, I respect it. I will not do that. I respect people's privacy. Okay, so remember that. Number again, the real talk call in is 773 676-9630 you call that number if I'm at home I will answer we can pray we can talk if you disagree or whatever we'll, we'll do that you know but I ain't gonna be arguing I'm not gonna be debate this is not no debate I don't I don't get into debates I ain't got time for that people need to be saved people need to be saved I'm not here to debate I don't care what you do at your church or whatever like that or brothers this or sister this said this if you're asking fine but if you just want to debate Hang up, or oh, I will hang up on you. I'm not. I'm not in for that. People need to be saved. You got lost people. I'm not into all that. Seven seven three six seven six ninety six thirty. Okay, Joseph Brownlee. Love y'all. Salvation, the way to be saved. If you want to be saved, also, or you want to talk about it, also call that number. That's the number one thing. Salvation. Or oh, you got saved, call that number. You wanted somebody to, to celebrate with you. So this number could be used for all of that. All right? All right. And the way to be saved is believe in the death, burial, resurrection, he died for your sins. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4. 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4 is the way to be saved today. The only way to be saved today. That's the gospel of today. 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4. You read that, you believe it, you will be saved and sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Don't be looking for no speaking in tongues. Don't be looking for no feelings. It ain't gonna happen unless something else come on you. But when you get to talking crazy and it just comes on you, always remember, it ain't God. It's something else. You've been dabbling with something else. And I'm serious when I say that. So don't be looking for no stars to hit you and you start speaking in tongues. It ain't going to happen. You might even, you're not going to feel nothing. All right. 773-676-9630. All right. God bless you all. Real talk. This is Straight Out Real Talk Show. Joseph Brownlee. God bless you. Bye-bye. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.